Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome to the Miles Mikulski podcast, where we talk to some of your favorite artists and talk all things music-related, mainly hip-hop, but, you know, we might have to fling in a few things along the way. If you enjoy any of the content, make sure you follow me on socials at Miles Mikulski. Basically, it's in my name. If you're listening to it right now, you'll be able to see my name right there. I ain't going to spell it out because that's kind of long still. But follow me on socials to keep updated on who the next guest will be in the future. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into another episode of the Miles Mikulski podcast. Joining me he is a man of many talents. He's going around the world blessing people with his smooth music. Introduce yourself for the people. Yo, what's up, people? This is Nonso Amadi, singer-songwriter from Lagos, Nigeria. Out here in Canada, you know, just doing what I do, making music and having fun. Love, love. And you know what? I mean, your journey so far has been, you know, eight years solidly you know, publicly, you know, streaming services and releasing music. And now I feel like the spotlight's on you and people are really looking, I'm excited to see what you're kind of, you know, going to offer this year because, you know, after a little bit of a hiatus, obviously most people did in the pandemic and then you came back strong in 2022. Of course, there's the feature of Majid Jordan that we're going to talk about in a little bit as well. And I feel like it's just going to be something crazy where like I'm really excited to see your music and of course you kicked it off with this brand new record Ease Up so let's talk about that one first so let, talk me through that record how did that one come about? Yeah so like Ease Up was actually one of the last songs I recorded last year um, I was trying to kind of finalize a project I've been working on for a long while and I needed a song that had a strong message a song that spoke about like my experience in Lagos, my experience of like my friends in Lagos, Nigeria, you know, being that we're from Nigeria and as much as we have fun and we're young and we're just like trying to get by, we have a little, like a couple of roadblocks that we have to face once in a while. Yeah. So I wanted to put together a song that, you know, spoke about those things, but in a way that, you know, still, still made it clear to the listener that look, as much as we're going through these things, a lot of us just want to be chilling. All of, a lot of us just want to ease up and just have fun. Like we don't really want to be stressing like this. You know, we just want to ease up. So that was like the context of the song. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's perfect for this kind of start of the year vibe. A lot of people are a bit slow to get back into the work mode, getting into the workflow. Yeah. And then you come out with this one. It's really, really smooth as well. I mean, did you work in the studio? Who produced it? Did you work in the studio with them or? Yeah, so um, it was myself and two other producers, um, a guy called TJ and um, another producer called Harper Garden. So um, I literally just started the idea and they helped me like get it across the, the finish line. But, you know, it was it was just like all of us brainstorming in the session and we came up with that like whole feeling in the yeah. party. Yeah amazing and that's that's the thing it's like i know you've probably got more music on the way this year i'm really excited i want to go too far ahead get too carried away yeah. but i mean to be fair for you then looking back at some of the career that you've had so far and you know as a man who's been on his travels you know gone from nigeria came over to the uk went to wales for a bit you know what i mean 
and then is now in Canada. Like, what is some of the highlights of your journey? Like, what have you kind of learned from each part? Because I know you've already been back to Nigeria and done like a homecoming gig already. So that's yeah. out of the way. But I know that if you were to go back this year, it'd be even yeah. bigger than the last time. Yeah. So what's some of the highlights that you've had? Um, I mean, moving from place to place, like every every city has its own like style and way of doing things. Um, back in the days, like Nigeria, music was nigerian music at the time i I was like coming up eight years ago was very upbeat very like high energy you know people just wanted to dance but now like with a lot of the the new school the new wave of artists coming out on my lay terms things are a bit more chill you can get like an r&b sultry vibe moody vibe which is what we were trying to do um in the uk it's always just been a mix of different styles you could have a reggae thing you can have whatever in the uk and the same in canada um canada is like a hip-hop hub it's an r&b hub as well so those are like the primary like focuses you know as much as there's country and folk music but like it, for the urban style you know so um i've literally just learned how to navigate in those spaces like in nigeria you gotta come with energy in the uk you gotta give them a little bit more like you know style and swag and whatever you know there's different ways you move around different different countries you know um it's also really nice if you're in a country that like say doesn't speak english you try and learn a bit of their language like what i did in uganda and kenya learn a bit of swahili incorporate into your music you know just try to move with the culture of the places every city has its own culture and that's kind of like one of the things i've learned in my journey yeah yeah i mean that's that's the thing i mean that's testament to you to be fair because you know sometimes you get people that will move to different places and just be like i'm just thinking with what i know i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna try and learn anything i'm not gonna incorporate yeah, anything. yeah i mean if you're if you're doing a show in lagos and you're just like too 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 chill like i would be like oh god what, what is this like i guess you're gonna be like some people will get it especially the yeah. girls they get it but for the guys like they want to they want to move a little bit they want to have their drink and they want to do something you know in the uk you have like a proper full it's, it's like you know times are changing but like you 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 get it what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah no i hate you i hate you 100 and obviously at the moment where you are you know in canada um like you said it's a very hip-hop hub but we've seen you know loads of the biggest artists in the last 10 years have come out of you know canada Toronto to be exact, you know, you've got Drake, Justin Bieber's, et cetera, et cetera. But what have you kind of learned whilst you've been out there? Because of course you've got a track with Majid Jordan as well, who's part of your camp. And uh, yeah, what have you learned? And how was that experience as well with Majid? Man, it was amazing. Like, um, I met Majid through my manager and it was like the first session we had, we ended up just talking throughout the session. And then towards the end, we're like, wait, we're, we're paying for this. <laughs> you know, it was the kind of a case where we had to like actually rush towards the end to just try create something. But we literally bonded um, just off the first the first time meeting each other. And we've stayed in touch since then. Um, and we, we actually have a couple songs together, not just the one we put out. But we felt like, you know, for the time, the summertime, like that was the best fit. We had like an R&B song, we had different other types of vibes, but like, because we're for the album, like we're trying to like match different energies and moods. Um, that song was like the main focus for us. So it's it's really an honor for me to be working with him. Like he's just one of my all time favorite singers, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I mean, the chemistry that you had on that track works so well. And I think that was, you know, testament to your own sound. And I mean, when you're working with loads of these different producers, of course, you've had a joint tape with Odunzi in the past. You've worked with, you know, people like Mr. Easy, worked with loads of different 
our acts and producers and stuff do you tailor your sound or what do you try to bring to each experience so the funny thing is like a lot of artists don't like when you you create music for them like they actually don't like that that's one thing i found out so if you're creating a song for say uh, mr easy and you try to just make it like his last record he put out <laughs> like he actually like people don't like that stuff yeah um, they just like you to create like whatever you're feeling and whatever you both are are feeling if it's something you are unexpected even better um so that's something i've learned like if i'm creating a song with magic we're going to try a whole lot of different sounds and see what works um it just so happened that we we did the the afro fusion sound and it worked um but generally speaking like if i'm doing a collaboration with anybody malik berry you know dutsi santi we're just going to experiment see what we love we both love because that's how music stays fresh and, and and like people have to stay on their toes to know what's coming next but if they can already tell like oh it's going to be like this it's not as fun you know 100 percent. and i mean i guess being out in toronto obviously lagos is lagos like the uk for the most part has got a lot of african heritage around it or there's a lot of africans in the uk what is it like out there in Canada? Is it is it very obvious? Do you have to kind of find a space where you find like Nigerians or Ghanaians or anyone? Or uh, first of all, it's very cold. Okay. <laughs> right now, it's like snowing heavy. What? So we can't even like go link up with anybody. We're just trapped. Help okay. us, bro. So we we basically do Zoom to link up with the friends as well. I hear. <laughs> um, no, it's cool. Like the thing is, like so. This is the thing, right? Like. Toronto especially has such an untapped like market for like Nigerians and Africans in general. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, we I feel like there is an opportunity to to create that environment that like Nigerians, Ghanaians, like different people can come out for a show and, and they have like myself, Joe Boy Rama come up perform. You know, I feel like there is still the space for that. It's not as, you know, the way the London shows are where you you guys get Wizkid every year Burnable every year it's not yeah. really the same you know it's, it's almost like a US tour and then you touch base in Toronto um, so we there is a lot to do here there's a lot of like incredible artists Nigerian artists in Canada that are that aren't heard yet you know there's a lot of people so like I feel like we have some work to do in that in that sense but with time it's gonna happen honestly it's gonna, it's gonna happen because Toronto is a huge like market like it's one of the top markets in the world for music so, yeah. yeah so does that does that mean that for this year because I'm gonna bring it to like goals and aspirations like is this you now for 2023 gonna stay in Canada and really work like North America before kind of maybe coming back the other way around to yeah yeah because yeah, you see that's what Jules did that's what Malik did that's what because they easy did they worked the London market there was like an untapped like Afrobeat scene on there you know obviously we had people um before then they were doing the Afro swing thing um but they really really tapped into that market and they, they grew to 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 feed them and, and help them out um I feel like it's the same in in Toronto. You can also do the same thing where there's a bunch of artists, not just myself. There's a bunch of like African artists around that we working together for doing shows together. There's a group called Kuruza, a bunch of young DJs, um, mainly from East Africa, and they've been throwing these crazy ass parties, bro. Trust me, like this, like the craziest, craziest parties in the city. 
and um they're growing like a, a huge community so like working with them working with other people that would really help you yeah. know create an actual movement you know okay so basically what we're saying is we need the snow to melt so you can go to one of these parties bro we need that snow out out right i mean so now like kind of coming to coming to a close i know for yourself we spoke about the the three-year gap briefly um which is natural really and truly for that kind of era of music i think most people put out stuff in that time a lot of it's kind of forgotten about and 2022 was a great year to come back with a bang so for you now establishing yourself and now being an artist that is now one to watch for 2023 what are your kind of goals and aspirations and plans where you know if we had this conversation in a year's time looking back what would you have liked to accomplish um so i would have loved to put on my album um and then i would love to perform the album to people in different markets obviously you spoke about toronto uk lagos which are kind of like the obvious markets but um also like france um east africa south africa america like those those i would love to actually take the album and create an experience around it in different cities and not just like any kind of show but like a show where people remember it for time to come like oh i saw nonso here and his show was amazing like he did this and that that happened i would love to create that experience with this album because this album is very personal to me like i kind of spoken about a lot of my journey and then and, and it's one of the first times that i'm really like opening up um but yeah it, it's gonna be fun yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to when this album does come out is it anytime soon or are we still gonna wait a little, a little bit of time uh it's, it's q1 so it's, it's soon it's happening so. <laughs> like to hear a q1 for anyone who's listening that is basically january february or march so we are going to be getting it by march the 31st hopefully not march the 31st <laughs> but uh non so thank you for chatting to me today i wish you all the best with your music thank you brother i appreciate you lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.